All right, welcome back to the Final Score Podcast, everyone. Uh, time to talk some Frederick County sports. Uh, joining me, as they always do each week, are my colleagues here at the FMP Sports Department, uh, John Cannon and Alexander Dacey. And uh, past the midpoint of the high school football season now, guys. And uh, uh, Oakdale uh, uh, had a big, big, big loss on Friday. Laganor had a, had a shocking loss uh, on Friday. Uh, Frederick was tested, but 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 remained undefeated. <clears throat> Urbana continues to roll along, and uh, it seems like again that Urbana and Frederick are maybe a step or two uh, ahead of everyone else. But um, uh, I, I, it was an interesting week. Uh, Laganor is now under 500. John, uh, you, you saw him against Middletown, and and really for the last six quarters they they haven't done much of anything offensively. No, I mean I um. Yeah, I had him with uh, 36 total yards of offense, and uh, including negative rushing yardage. Um, they couldn't get anything going against Middletown, and then when Middletown got the ball, they uh, just had you know, kept giving it to Carson Smith for a you know, five-yard game, five-yard game, five-yard game, and they just totally dominated time of possession, even though they only scored seven points uh, because some of those drives stalled. A couple others came toward the ends of halves or a game. And uh, so Lingenor really just couldn't get anything going offensively and was shut out for what? We, I think we were trying to figure out the last time they got shut out in the regular season. We say maybe 2016. Is that? We, uh, we I think I think someone got them in 17. Uh, or uh, no, 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 it, it could have been 16. It, it, might, it might have been Walkersville. And then Damascus uh, in, playoffs, in, in, in 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 16. And in, in Oakdale, Oakdale got them too. Mm-hmm. I, I, Oakdale might have got them in 17. No, we we should have we should have firmed this up. Um, mm-hmm. it, we were not exa- but it's it's been five to six years uh, e, uh, mm-hmm. easily though. Uh, since they've been shut out in the regular season, uh, they were shut out by Damascus, of course, in the state final mm-hmm. in uh, 2019. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it, it's sort of shocking to see them at two and three. Uh, uh, it's sort of shocking to see their offensive uh, ineptitude. I mean, I mean, we 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 thought they would sort of pick up where they left off last year, and now. They're they're sort of trying to uh, regroup and 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 get things going again before before the playoffs start. So uh, I, I was you, you sort of touched on it, but Middletown uh, they they rang, rang up a lot of yards with Carson Smith, but but only only, only the seven points. So they they just couldn't punch it in, or um... uh, part, that was part of it. And at, at key times, drives would stall. Um, they had one, t- they had three turnovers, two were on punts though, but um, they had another fumble. It was it was kind of a weird night uh, with the with the uh, rain and, and I mean Lingenor's defense you know is still formidable so they had a little bit of a bend don't break type of deal over there they'd give them a bunch of yards and then they'd end up you know stall the drive would stall they'd keep them out of the end zone so uh, but they just could not do anything on offense I mean Middletown had a lot to do with that I mean they were getting good penetration at the line even they need uh, Lingenor handed the ball to Ethan Arneson he didn't really have a chance to get going at a lot of times and. Uh, when the pass game came, Middletown did a good job of pressuring uh, um, the quarterback and also doing a good job on coverage most most of the night, anyway. Yeah, so, so that was one sort of shocking result. Uh, I, I was at uh, Oakdale, and they got totally run over by uh, Fort, by Fort Hill. I gave up almost 500 yards of, of, of rushing in the game, and uh, Fort Hill's really good. I mean, I, I will say that. Uh, they're a perennial 1A power, um, uh, lot, lots of state championships at the show for it. Um, but I also think Oakdale played pretty poorly. Um, their, their defense was pretty bad. So it was a combination of Fort Hill being really good and, and Oakdale just being off the, off their typical game. And, and, and it uh, 
resulted in, in a big um, uh, 42 uh, to 21 win for uh, Fort Hill uh, last Friday, and, and and that ended Oakdale's un, unbeaten season, and I think was a big wake up call for them as they uh, head into a, a non-county game this week at Gwen Park. And, and Gwen Park is 3-2, uh, and two, uh, but, but they've had some good teams in the past, so that could be a tricky game too. But, uh, but that, <clears throat> that was sort of an eye-opening result too, just uh, how well Fort Hill played and just sort of how poorly Oakdale's run defense was. Again, giving up the 500 yards and, 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 and six touchdowns. Uh, all, all on the ground. Fort Hill only attempted three passes in the game, completed all three of them, but, but uh, to get beat that badly, only, only uh, facing three pass attempts was, was sort of shocking. And, and Alexander, your game was interesting for a quarter at, at, at Catoctin as Frederick High gets off to a sluggish start before, before finding their footing uh, up in Thurmont. Yeah, I mean, it was scoreless through you know, scoreless through one, and Catoctin actually took the lead uh, early in the second quarter. It was the first first time any team has led on Frederick this season. Um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't so much that Frederick was Frederick was moving the ball in their first three possessions. Like they got pretty deep into Catoctin territory each time, but uh, Catoctin on the I mean on the first two drives, Catoctin held them up. Uh, once rushing and then the other uh, helped by a helped by a Frederick penalty. They uh, they had a fourth and kind of medium long and their their pass defense held. Catoctin's uh, pass defense held on that play and then they also Frederick also missed a field goal. So yeah, they were down six nothing there for a little bit. But uh, you know when that happened, they kind of they kind of needed you know were like all right, we need to like kind of lock in, refocus and on back to back plays. Uh, they got uh they got a, a Trayvon Neal returned to punt fifty six yards for a touchdown, and then on the very next play, uh, Davion Pryor to pick six, and then a couple plays later, uh, Tay Anderson had like a forty seven yard rushing touchdown, and all of a sudden it was like twenty one six, and they were back to rolling. But you know it, it it was it was it was a little interesting there for a bit. Again, like Frederick was clearly dominating play, and I mean and I mean even for Catoctin's like offensive sake, like. Their their score came on. It was an eighty one yard touchdown pass uh, to from Connor Crum to Logan Malakowski, but really it was like Frederick's only defensive breakdown of the day. Like like uh, Malakowski shot a gap between the corner and the safety and just sort of popped out the other side. It was just a big catch and run. Um, but they didn't have a first down that wasn't on a penalty. So like you know their Frederick's defense was holding just fine like usual. But yeah, their offense was struggling to finish. You know, finished drives at the start, but you know, once they got that those sort of two, you know, two non-offensive touchdowns, and then uh, Anderson ran it in, it was just kind of off to the races as per usual. 49 49-6 final. Do you ultimately think that will be a constructive experience for Frederick? Yeah, and and I think especially, um, you you know, that they've again, like you know, Catoctin is not not the best team they will face on their schedule, but it is you know, it is sort of a you know, a bit of a wake up call, you know, in that like, hey, they can't when they're facing like an Oakdale later in the season or a Linganore in a couple weeks or, you know, when they get to the playoffs, you know, when they're playing these better teams, you know, they're not going to maybe be afforded that luxury of like, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're sort of stalling out for most of a, most of the first half, but we're only down by six and then we can just rack up like 21 points right away. Um, you know, they might not have that luxury. And, you know, Kevin Perry even told me that like, you know, they, you know, you know, they sort of took Catoctin maybe a little, a little lightly, um, at least at first. And 
you know, that's that's probably not a mistake they're going to make again uh, with, yeah, with, they, with they, their future <laughs> opponents. Um, now, granted, their schedule does get a lot more difficult, you know, as the, you know, in these these next couple weeks here. But was, e- even still. They were on the road. Um, have they had uh, many road games or this year? I, I was just about to bring that up. Oh, it, yeah. it, had been, it had been a few weeks since they had been on the road. They, they, they've played. Uh, I think they had three uh, straight home games, right? They, they played Aberdeen to start the season yeah. on the road, and then they, I, I believe they had three straight home games, and that was their second road game. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a longer road trip mm-hmm. to, to an environment they're not used to. So I, I, so I, I think we said after, in the office – uh, on Friday night after the games that we weren't totally shocked by the slow start, but, but yeah, I mean the fact that they trailed in a game yeah. that, that could, that could be a little eye opening for them. Uh, and, and then they took command. So yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it could be a constructive experience uh, for them ultimately, because they won't necessarily panic if, if, if they fall behind in a game again. So uh, other other games, we had a couple of Thursday games last mm-hmm. week. It was sort of a weird week. This week has been very unusual so far because there really have been no games mm-hmm. at, at all in, in any sport to this point because of uh, Yom Kippur and, and, and the Jewish um, holiday schedule. Um, but uh, Walkersville rolled over Tuscarora last week. Uh, TJ, I, I, that score wasn't as lopsided as I thought mm-hmm. it might be against South Carroll. Uh, so TJ uh, did well to hang in there against uh, one, one of the top uh, 2A teams in the state. Uh, Brunswick uh, rolls over Clear Spring. Uh, Ur- Urbana beats uh, a-, a struggling uh, Gaithersburg team uh, to to remain five and zero. Frederick and Urbana, the only unbeaten football teams, uh, still in the county. And Urbana again, very impressively, only three points allowed mm-hmm. through uh, through five games. And now uh, heading into this week, they play Middletown, which will be a good test for them. And now Urbana will close the season with four consecutive. Uh, Frederick County games uh, with Middletown, Oakdale. Uh, they play Tuscarora, and then they will play uh, Ligonor. <clears throat> um, and uh, what, what else, who, else, who else? I think I got a, a, everyone uh, in, in in football last week. Um, MSD. Uh, a, 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 MSD uh, won. Uh, St. John's uh, open conference play with with a loss to probably the best team in their conference of uh, Severn School. So. That covers uh, the football slate, and uh, this week, uh, Ligonor trying to get back on track against Tuscarora. Uh, that's probably uh, a, a good opponent for them to try to do that against. Uh, Oakdale, as we mentioned, goes to Gwynn Park. Brunswick plays Liberty, and mm-hmm. Liberty's been a very strong team uh, so far this season. Uh, just one one-point loss so far. They, they beat Walkersville on the road uh, to start the season. Uh, a couple, a couple of the intriguing games. Uh, Frederick High goes to Walkersville. Uh, that, that'll be another good road test for Frederick High. Uh, Middletown is at Urbana, uh, as we mentioned. As uh, Middletown, as as Urbana, excuse me, starts its Frederick County play, and uh, TJ at South Hagerstown in a game they could potentially win. Uh, can can uh, Thomas Johnson uh, get its first win of the season? We'll see. And then an intriguing game between an unbeaten Poolsville team. Uh, against uh, Catoctin. Uh, Poolsville goes to Catoctin. Catoctin's been playing better. They had two straight wins going into the Frederick game. They gave Frederick a, a, a pretty good first quarter to first half. And uh, Poolsville, uh, you notice Alexander is undefeated, but they haven't played the strongest schedule so far. Yeah, and I mean, you know, they're just it's just sort of, I guess, the part of the struggle of being like the only 2A school in Montgomery County, right, is is you're, is you're going to be you're going to be playing up, but they also – you know, so far they've they've not gotten some of the upper echelon teams, and I mean, quite frankly, they have. You know, I was looking ahead; they might have one of the easiest uh, 
you know, easiest high school football schedules schedules I've I've seen, especially for a team, you know, that's like and again, this is not to take anything away from Poolsville because they are undefeated and you know, they're clearly they're clearly fairly decent, but like their best win at this point is probably like a like a one point win over Rockville. And Rock Rockville's not bad, but you know, that's you know, you know, if they're not playing really anybody much better than that. And a lot of times it's most of their opponents have been sort of from the lower tier. So, you know, with a, a team that's more rugged, um, especially defensively like Catoctin, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see how they go up. I honestly think that might be the closest game of the weekend, um, you know, just, just because of that. But I don't know. We'll have to see. I, we could we could be proven very wrong uh, in Poolsville. You know, Poolsville could roll, but – I don't know. I think I think that one's got got the potential to be fairly fairly tight. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a competitive game. Yeah. The Catoctin really has a good chance to win. So they they seem to be gaining confidence, even though they lost to Frederick. They, they had to pick up some confidence given how well they played in the first half, and given their two victories uh, heading into that game. So uh, we don't talk a lot of cross country on uh, the the podcast here, but but it should be noted that the. Uh, Frederick girls cross country team is off to a rolling start. Uh, wins now in their first six meets of the season. Uh, their uh, their standout runner uh, Caroline Gregory has, has won the individual title in all six of those meets. Uh, John, you, you had a story on them uh, 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 this week, and uh, just what were your uh, impressions of the Frederick girls cross country team? Oh yeah, they're they're good. Actually, I think it was five. They, they're uh, they're they won five of six, but the one they didn't win was in Middletown, where they were in their B team more or less because they had the bull run a few days later but yeah they every, oh, excuse every, me the, the, the fifth right. the, the fifth meet of the season but still yeah, yeah, yeah i mean your point is yeah, that was valid uh yeah i care i mean caroline um, she's been a star since she came here she's a junior she wins everything i mean it's rare when she loses i mean remember last year i think she lost a bull run invitational during the regular season this year she comes back and wins it with a uh just she really is uh one of the better ones we've had you know in the past uh in recent past and but the thing is they have a team around her and uh so it'll be interesting to see how they do at the county meet this year and uh and and then on to the states uh we were talking about it no frederick county girls cross country teams won a state title since 2000 which is a little bit of a, a surprising uh drought you know considering we we have some good teams around here but they always come up short down the states so It'd be interesting to see if they can make a run at that this year. Yeah, I mean, you, you figure Caroline will be a big, a big contender, if not mm-hmm. the favorite, to win the individual state title right. again. And then if some of her teammates can get up there uh, too, they'll, they'll, they'll be in great position uh, to, to do that. So mm-hmm. um, not a lot of movement on the prep page in the rankings, guys. There was a little movement in boys' soccer, right, Alexander? Or? Yeah, because uh, Middletown scored a one nothing uh, overtime win over Langenor this week, so they, they, they swapped places, but... A you noteworthy know. result was Tuscarora boys losing, which I think is probably not a bad thing. Yeah, no. Which and so they went on the road last, uh, I believe, it was last Thursday to Liberty High School and lost a tight one, four to three. Um, and you know, in a, I mean, Todd Nepper told me like, like he's like he's like they can sort of not relax, but it's like it's like that's the mm-hmm. sort of pressure of like having to stay undefeated right. is off them now, and so they can just sort of go out and play soccer and. I mean, they rebounded. I was there uh, Monday night. They rebounded with an eight nothing win over Walkersville. So because last year they were undefeated yeah. going into the playoffs, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's I mean, there's that little extra. You know, now they know what it's like to lose. You know. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and so you know, and I mean, they, you, you know, and they obviously came right back and you know, you know, beat Walkersville by a ton on Monday. So, yeah. you know, they're, 
I, I again, they're they're still I think in great shape long term, but mm-hmm. yeah, they they did have a minor slip up uh, last week. <laughs> I always think that's kind of a good thing. I mean, just kind of get that in there. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm just thinking about this. That we were talking about the state championships with the cross country. I, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just thinking across the board mm-hmm. uh, for our sports and football. Frederick's going to be a contender. Urbana's right. going to be a contender. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oakdale uh, uh, should be a contender. Uh, Lincolnor, if they can get their act together, uh, could make some noise in three A football. Brun- Brun- Brunswick in one A, but but man, Fort Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Fort Hill is yeah. really I mean, good. Yeah. They could go far, uh, maybe depending <laughs> on how they're doing. Right, but 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 yeah, they they they, they, they can make a run. Uh, boys soccer, Tuscarora or. or, or Urbana is always there. Brunswick in one A, the, yeah. the the defending champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lagenor is a plucky team, even though they lost to Middletown. Yeah. It was yet another one nothing game. So, mm-hmm. so they're they're right in all these games, uh, one one way or the other. And and the bounces have been going their way this season. Uh, uh, field hockey, Ur- Urbana, uh, uh, Walkersville uh, potentially uh, in two A. Girls soccer, uh, Br- Brunswick, uh, a returning state finalist, could be. A major factor in breakthrough this season. Uh, uh, the Oakdale girls are undefeated. Uh, Ur- Urbana and Ligonier, you can't out in the, can't, can't count out in their respective classes. So, uh, really, it is we move toward the playoffs over this next month or so. Uh, I, 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 as usual, uh, we should say we, we we have a lot of contenders. So. All right, guys, uh, thank you very much. I uh, pr- appreciate your insights as always. And that'll do it uh, for us this week here on the podcast. Uh, thanks to our, our my newlywed producer, Graham Collin. Congrats, Graham, on your uh, recent nuptials. And uh, for you guys for coming in and uh, for all of you for listening. I'm Greg Swatek of the Frederick News Post Force Department, and we'll see you next week back here on The Final Score.